Well, hallelujah. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in this live broadcast. I am so glad that you're here today because we're going to be talking about some pretty important things. And uh, I've gotten a lot of letters in the last 24 hours about these subject matters. And so I wanted to address it corporately as a group. And let's see how we can be praying and asking the Lord for continued grace and mercy and wisdom as we navigate the very challenging times that we're in. But we know that the Lord is with us even until the end of the age, that he never leaves us, he never forsakes us. And uh, so I find that rest and peace in him. And in fact, the word of God says, do not worry. What good does worrying do? It does no good. It does no good. But yet many of us are worry warts. Let's just be honest and um, worry about all these different things that we're seeing, these egregious things. We can get caught up in the weeds and look at the headlines of the hour and uh, you know, read read some of these reports and just, you know, get overwhelmed. And so I really believe that that's why the Lord said, come out from among them. And um, what he means is completely separate yourself from this fallen system that we're in, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I know there's some, you know, doctrines out there that get a little extreme in that, in that area. And that's not what we're uh, suggesting here. But what we're suggesting is to be what the Bible says, to be in the world, but not of the world. And to remember that we are a citizen of heaven. We're not a you know, permanent resident here on this earth and we're just passing through. And you know, much of what this earth and the life that we live here is about is to know him and to make him known, to be the salt and the light, to, to be uh, living out the great commission, to go and make disciples of all the nations and you know, to being the representatives of Jesus Christ while we're here. And then at the same time, you know, this is about souls. I mean, it's all about souls because, and that's very similarly related to what I just said, but you know, the, it's all about souls. It's about, you know, getting people saved and set free and healed and delivered, setting them up for ultimate success, not just here on earth, but also in heaven to be ruling and reigning with Jesus Christ for eternity. So that's a lot of the warfare and the attacks because we are over the target here. And standing for the full Bible in 2022, which is uh, not something that a lot of people are doing. I mean, there's a remnant, a righteous remnant. That's what the remnant is. It's those that are willing to stand, those that are willing to speak truth, those that are willing to push back against the insanity of this world, the reprobate minds and the spirit of Antichrist that, you know, is, is very pervasive in this hour. There's a lot of people that are deceived. There's a lot of people that are buying into the fear, buying into the worry, and the worry and the fear are very closely related. And so that's what's happening. And we're seeing even Christians, you know, professed Christians that are very fearful, that are buying into the propaganda, that are buying into the lies. And that's why for a long time, we've been talking about the importance of discernment. We've got to have discernment, saints. We've got to be praying. We've got to be asking the Lord, Lord, guide me through this, direct me through this. And we're going to pray about that in the end of this video. But I, I really wanted to address something because, um, you know, some people are saying my faith is really being tested. My faith is really being tried in this time. Some people are saying, I don't know how much more I can take, Pastor Todd. You know, I mean, I prayed this way and, you know, the Lord didn't answer that prayer. And, uh, you know, we, we saw different things that are happening throughout the body. I was praying very strongly about this or that. And there's, there's different things that people are writing about. Uh, but I'm seeing a common theme where the, the remnant, this group, this community are, are, are reaching out and they're saying, Pastor Todd, my faith is being tried and I need, I need some spiritual answers. I need to understand why God didn't answer this prayer. Why God, you know, amazing people of God, you know, we're, we're proclaiming the word of God and we're standing, you know, on the, on faith and on the word of God. And, you know, did they not have enough faith or, you know, did they pray the wrong way or, 
you know, why is it that, you know, this particular prayer or that particular prayer wasn't answered? So I want to address this because this is a very important question. And it's not an easy one to answer. I'm going to tell you. Um, his ways are not our ways. The Lord's ways are not our ways. And so sometimes in this life, we don't fully understand. There's things that happen in our eyes that are very tragic. And uh, even though we know the ultimate result is, is good, uh, we struggle why the Lord would allow this or that, you know? And, um, you know, is it judgment? Is it, did we do something wrong? And in some cases it could be, uh, but in many times, many times it's not. Many times uh, the, the particular person, the Christian, did everything that the Bible told them to do, or at least, you know, was following what the Word of God said. Maybe not everything, but, you know, they, they, they followed along with what they knew and, you know, they did right things, but yet the outcome wasn't what they expected. And so what can happen is doubt could come in, fear could come in, um, you know, depression, oppression. You know, Lord, why didn't you answer that prayer? And I, I just want to address this today. It's a very difficult subject, but I want to free you of this where, where, where there's an event or something that might happen either that did happen or that could happen in the future that could rock you or shake your faith. Uh, because we don't fully understand why God allows certain things, but we know that it is finished. The Bible says, you know, when Jesus died on the cross, it is finished. He already fought the battle of sin and death and he won it. And so when we accept Jesus into our heart as Lord and Savior, we're literally walking into that it is finished. We're literally walking into that result. And so the warfare that we experience on this earth is to try to shake us and to try to get us to walk away from our faith because the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. So you can't please God without faith. That's what the word of God says. So obviously faith is important to the Lord. And so say you had faith in a, in a certain instance and you were praying and declaring and decreeing because the Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. So you were declaring and decreeing words of life over a particular situation. And, and we don't understand, Lord, why didn't you answer that prayer? Uh, but, but, you know, through our challenges, because Jesus Christ is our hope. He is our ultimate hope and, and he's the hope of glory. And, and what we're doing is, you know, unfortunately, a lot of the pastors and, and churches and ministries in the 20th century and in the, in the late, you know, in, in, in the 80s and 90s and 2000s and even up to now, they, they talk about what Christianity, what our faith in Jesus Christ will do here on this earth. So we, we identify like, you know, what's going to happen here. In other words, like, you know, everything that happens in this life is that's, that's the result of our faith and you know, our trust in Jesus. And so we don't understand why, you know, we became a Christian, we're doing everything the Bible says, and yet calamities are happening in our life, trials and tests are happening in our life. And in fact, it got so bad for the Apostle Paul that at one point he, he wanted to die. So, you know, he can relate to, you know, you can relate if, if your situation has been so bad that you've just said, Lord, take me home. You know, I don't even want to be here anymore. You know, the abuse in my marriage is so bad. I don't even want to be here anymore. Or, you know, the, the grief and what I'm walking through on this earth, I just want to go home. I don't even want to be here anymore. And so Paul identified with that. In fact, he said to live is Christ, to die is gain. So he knew, and, and I just want you to know, he understood what you're going through if your faith is being tested. In fact, if you think of the disciples, you know, even though Jesus, um, you know, at the Last Supper was sitting there and, and kind of letting them know what was going to happen, you know, many of those disciples, their faith would also be rocked as Jesus, you know, died on the cross before he was resurrected. And, you know, some of them doubted, some of them had fear. I mean, one of them even betrayed him, right? Judas. So even those that saw Jesus's ministry and the miracles that he performed firsthand, 
I mean, literally, they were in his presence, literally, right? And, uh, you know, they saw him in the natural, even though, you know, he was fully God and fully man at the same time. They literally were in his presence, like in the natural, like sitting in the room with him. And, and they saw the miracles that he did. And even in their lives, it wasn't all, you know, amazing. Everything was so great. Many of them struggled tremendously. And, and after Jesus, you know, was crucified and then raised again, and then they went out and, you know, became ministers of the gospel and went out there and shared the story and the good news and the gospel. You know, they went through many traps. They went through many, many tests, right? I mean, you know, including uh, later the Apostle Paul, like I mentioned. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's very um, normal in the word of God to see the saints of God, the early church, experience the same types of trials and tests that we're going through. So, you know, we're not alone and, and we need to set the record straight that just because you become a Christian or just because you pray uh, appropriately, according to the word of God, it doesn't mean the Lord is always going to answer in the way that we desire. But that does not mean that he's not answering and that does not mean that he's not working. And he's working all these things together for good for those who serve him. So ultimately there's going to be uh, an outcome that the Lord is glorified and there's a greater purpose of winning souls and uh, for us to be tested and tried, but to come out of the refiner's fire, refiner, refined. You know, we've been tried and tested, but we're still here. You know, so the, the key is not to let any specific prayer request tie into ultimately your faith. So in other words, like there's no strings attached to our faith. So if God decides not to answer a particular prayer in a way that we would desire, that does not mean that our faith, we're going to walk away from the faith because that's what the enemy would have. And then what happens? We walk back into sin and into a culture of death and destruction. And the Bible says the wages of sin are death. So, you know, if there's, if I always say, if there's like a, you know, if you, you invite Jesus into your house and, you know, he's hanging out in the living room, he's hanging out in the kitchen, you know, but maybe you don't want him to go to upstairs in, you know, a particular closet because you're hiding something there. Or there's, you know, there's an attic door that's, you know, left open or something like that. You know, if, if any of that, you know, if you leave that open door anywhere, or you don't want Christ to go into the entirety of your home. There's an area of compromise. There's an area of, you know, a possible escape hatch. Or you, you might pull the cord and, 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 you know, jump out, you know, get the parachute or whatever. So we, as a Christian, we can't have, there's no, like for me, it doesn't matter what happens in my life. It could be something very, very, uh, you know, tragic that could occur. And, and I just speak against that in the name of Jesus right now against anything that would come. But, but the thing is, is that, uh, you know, if some, and I've already walked through, I mean, you know, forget about it. I was, I was stabbed nine times. I almost just recently had another uh, situation with my heart, you know, that could have been uh, very tragic. So obviously I've walked through tragedies and, you know, trust me, there's many of them that I haven't shared with you that I've had to walk through over the years and things that were very disappointing and they were very trying and, and my faith was tested. But, but see, we have to be eternity focused. We can't be focused on the things of this world. For instance, I'll give you an example. If somebody we love that we were praying for ends up passing away, it doesn't mean you didn't pray right. It doesn't mean you didn't have enough faith. You didn't do anything wrong. Now, maybe in some cases that is the case where, you know, certain people, maybe they didn't have enough faith or maybe they didn't pray right. But I'm just saying, if you're a, a remnant believer that truly did everything that the word of God says, and you didn't have the outcome that you expected or that you desired, it doesn't mean that you did something wrong and, I, and don't beat yourself up about it or don't look for like why maybe it didn't happen. You know, as, you, as you're looking at the situation, just just here's the deal. We got to walk forward in our faith no matter what happens, because this world we are just passing through. 
This is a, a like a like a vapor in the grand scheme of things. It, everything about Christ is about eternity, souls, getting people saved. What is the Great Commission, right? Um, loving your neighbor, all that is to, is to get people saved and set free and healed and delivered. It's all about souls. When you when you go out in the macro and you and you zoom out of all these things that are happening, the battle is is what light versus darkness. Why? Because there's people that have walked into the light and the life of Jesus. They've been awakened through discernment and wisdom of the Holy Spirit and reading the Word of God. So you have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the true battle. The battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. So when you zoom out in the macro at the entirety of the situation of why we're here on earth and what our purpose is, the, the goal, the key is souls. Where we're going to spend eternity. Are we going to spend eternity in hell? Are we going to spend eternity in heaven? Are we going to spend eternity ruling and reigning with Jesus Christ? Are we going to spend eternity eternally tormented? And that's that's a pretty stark difference, right? And and a pretty sobering reality to think about when somebody passes through this world, which we're just passing through, they're going to spend either eternity ruling and reigning with Jesus Christ, or they're going to spend eternity tormented in hell. And that's a pretty sobering thought if you think about it. So that's why it's so important to know if somebody is saved. And to get them saved, because we have the solution. We have the answer, not just for this world to give us the peace that passes understanding, that we can be like the disciples, uh, you know, when they were in the boat with Jesus and the storm was raging, we can be like Jesus and know, you know, he can calm the storm. He's in the boat. We don't have to worry. We don't have to fear. We don't have to be afraid because ultimately God orchestrates. He's the author and the finisher of our story. He, he orchestrates our path. He guides our path. And as long as we're seeking his perfect will for our life, and as long as we're doing uh, our best to live in a righteous manner and not to have you know, compromise and leaven in our life, and of course, none of us are going to get it right 100% of the time. So don't be one of these people that beat yourself up if you, if you fall. But if you do fall and try everything you can not to, make sure you're a person that lives in repentance and you don't just keep you know, doing the same sin over and over again to where it will bring judgment or it will bring uh, you know, calamity in your life because it's an open door. I know I'm kind of speaking about a lot of stuff today, but, but this is very important concept because if, if something in your life can rock your faith enough for you to walk away from Jesus, then you have to examine and say, am I truly anchored? Am I like that tree that's planted by the water or what can I do to get there? And in order to get there, it's a very challenging thing. We got to train ourselves. But truly what it comes down to is as long as we have breath in our lungs, we serve the Lord. As long as we have breath in our lungs, we do what the Bible says we live, you know, to live is Christ, to die is gain. So, you know, we're passing through in this world. We're eternity minded. So, you know, if somebody in our life, you know, passes away that's in Christ, they're actually graduated to, uh, you know, a great glorious place, much better than where we are now. Uh, you know, a place where there is no sin and death, you know, a place where you're ruling and reigning. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So if you think about that, that's a graduation. That's a, it's a massive improvement from our circumstances here on earth. So our life, everything is eternally focused and about soul. So when there's an event that happens here on earth, it can't rock us, it can't shake us. If a prayer, a certain prayer wasn't answered in the way that we expected or that we desired, it doesn't mean that God doesn't love us. It doesn't mean that he's not hearing our prayers. It doesn't mean uh, that our faith is untrue, that, you know, that, that we should just go back into the world because that's exactly what the enemy would like. We have to be so planted and understanding of, of our, of who we are in Jesus Christ and understand that it's, it's, it's only about, you know, souls and us passing through 
And that this, we have to be eternally focused. In other words, you know, where are we going to spend our eternity? Is our name written in the Lamb's book of life? Are we doing what the Lord has instructed us to do in this time and in this season here on earth? And so, you know, if you're alive and you're breathing, that means God still has a purpose for you here on earth. You know, if he hasn't taken you home, but, but we can't be like those people that want to die because they say, it's just so bad here. I want to die. No, if you're here, God has a purpose and a plan for your life. He's not done with you here. So then that question becomes, well, what do you want me to do, Lord? And he wants us to be like the prophet Isaiah, show up and say, send me, I'll go. And we can't be rocked by the things that are happening around us because God is, is orchestrating certain things and he's ordering our steps and he's allowing certain things to happen. But remember the scripture in Romans where it says, you know, everything that was meant for evil is going to be turned around for good. So the thing is, is God is going to use whatever tragedy. I'll give you another example. My, my stabbing, you know, when I got stabbed nine times at the age of 23 years old, that could have been a cataclysmic event for me. I could have gotten all messed up and gone out and partied after that and just said, forget it. I don't want to live. And I could have OD'd or, you know, got in an addiction or there were so many different things that the devil was trying to entice me with in my mind because there was a battle going on in my mind. But what I decided, and I'm no better than anybody on here but I made the right choice. I decided I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at this as a glass half full and I'm gonna say, you know what? The Lord is gonna use this for his glory, which he did. Uh, it's now become a testimony that, that you know, many people come to know Jesus through, through the testimony, right? By the word of their testimony, right? That's what the Lord said. He's gonna use our testimony. So the most tragic things in our life, when we have a tragedy, you know, according to this world, what we can do is we have a decision at that point. We can say, you know what? I'm gonna trust God and I don't really fully understand why this happened. And this is very painful to me in the natural, in my flesh, but I'm going to lay this at the foot of the cross and I'm going to trust God with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding, but in all my ways, I'm going to acknowledge him and he's going to direct my path. So while I'm here, I'm going to say, I'm going to be used for the glory and the kingdom of the Lord. But ultimately I know that my eyes are focused on eternity and that I'm passing through here. And eventually I'm going to rule and reign with Jesus Christ. So I think the church as a whole needs to get more eternally focused because we focused on the things of this world and that is a losing strategy. Doesn't mean you're not gonna be blessed. Doesn't mean the Lord isn't gonna give you favor. He's opened so many doors for me and given me tremendous favor, but we've also had to walk through very challenging circumstances and sometimes the Lord didn't answer my prayers. And it doesn't mean that he didn't answer them completely. He just didn't answer them in the way that I was praying. But ultimately, it's going to be turned around for the glory of the kingdom of God. So what we have to do is remember that we are not citizens of this world. We're citizens of heaven. And we keep our mind focused on eternity and, and on, the, on the mission at hand here on this earth to be uh, you know, representatives of Jesus. And we can't be rocked or shaken by the events of this life because there's going to be events that are going to that are going to be very tragic in, in in the flesh that are going to be hard to walk through and i'm just going to be honest with you guys there's going to be more there's going to be many more if you've just had a recent situation that's been very devastating or very challenging and your your faith is being tested and you're putting it out there to the enemy and you're saying i don't know you know this is rocking my faith well that's exactly what the enemy wants to do he wants to get you to walk out of light and life and walk into death and and walk into eternal da damnation so you know, the refiner's fire is meant to purify. The re, you know, the refiner's fire is meant to, you know, like Job, for us to come out with a double portion. But it, it's for those who endure. It's for those who keep pressing ahead. When I've been accused over the years, I mean, I've walked through some crazy stuff. And I'm writing a book right now. One of these days, I'm going to put it out where I'm going to really try to share many of these things. But some of these things have been 
really hard to walk through. I mean, some of you guys don't, I mean, I've shared the, the greater aspect of my testimony, but I haven't shared about how, you know, my childhood, there was abuse. I haven't shared about many different things that, that are painful to share things that I've had to walk through, even in Bible school and different things that happened that I believe that were, were my lion and bear, you know, like David, before he fought Goliath, I had to fight my lion and bear because I had to be equipped to have stick to it in this. And I had to be equipped no matter what happens not to be shaken. And that's a very difficult place to be. Uh, because th this life is going to deal some some blows, you know, and when the blows come, you want to just bail. You want to just say, I can't handle it anymore. And I've been there, but he's never going to give you more than you can handle. So even though you feel and you may feel like this, this particular situation that you're walking through right now is the most difficult thing you've ever had to walk through. And maybe it is. But the Lord is, is faithful. He's going to give you the manna. He's going to give you the sustenance. He's going to give you everything that you need to get through this and come out with a double portion and come out stronger and come out better for it and come out uh, deeper in your faith. So every time when you face a challenge, you have an option. And the option is, am I going to look at it glass half full or am I going to look at it glass half you know, empty? Because, it, you know, when I got stabbed, I could have spiraled out of control. I could have gone back to my vomit, gone back to my past. And I could have just, you know, made a decision. So, you know what? Forget this Christian walk, you know, forget because I was a new believer. You know, I could have said, forget this. It's too much. And what would have happened then? Well, I'd probably be dead uh, and I'd be spending eternity in damnation and hell. So, you know, lake of fire, bottomless pit. They were the enemy. You know, the enemy's going to the bottomless pit, the lake of fire. I, I'd be in eternal damnation in hell. So I don't want I don't want to be, uh, you know, I'm not saying I would go into the bottomless pit. But what I'm saying is, you know, I'd be instead of ruling and reigning with Jesus Christ, I'd be sharing in the in the damnation of the enemy because that's his future. And he knows his future. So we have to remember it is finished. It is finished. Christ has won. He fought the battle for us of sin and death. Okay. He fought that battle. So that's who we are. We're victorious in Jesus Christ. It's already done. Satan is under our feet. So when the trials and the tests of this hour come, think of the disciples that are in the boat. Are we going to worry? Are we going to fear? Are we going to doubt? Are we going to lose our faith? Or are we going to remember that Jesus is in the boat and he's enough and we're going to go deeper in our faith. And we're going to seek the Lord and say, Lord, this situation is so challenging for me. I, I, I need your strength. I need, Lord God, I need, I need you to give me the sustenance, the manna. You know, I, 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 Lord, I need you. You remember that song? Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. That's it. I mean, that's it. We need the Lord. We can't do it without his strength. And, and not everything is going to go our way. And so our faith can't have strings attached. You know, because something didn't go our way or a prayer wasn't answered in the way that we desired or something that we were believing for all of a sudden didn't end up the way that we thought. Our, we, we can't be, um, you know, rocked by that to where we walk away. We have to dig in and say, Lord, I need your strength right now. You know, the Bible even says there's a time for mourning. So mourning is fine. And, and showing people love and encouragement and ex exhorting those that are going through challenges. Please do that. That's what the body of Christ is for. Show them the love. Show them the love, the mercy, the grace, the compassion, the, you know, everything that they need to get through their challenging time. If you're going through the challenging time, I pray people are doing that with you. If, if you need some encouragement, reach out to me, Todd.coconato at rlcus.org. I know some of you, I read your letters. You're going through a, a brutal marriage right now, you know, where there's abuse or you're going through a situation that's just so hard, you know, a death in the family, something that's just happened. And I, I have so much compassion for you and I love you and I, I want to stand with you, but ultimately the Lord has that, you know, love that, that I can't even comprehend. We can't even comprehend. It's such a, a deep and powerful love that God offers us. 
And that that is going to be that manna that we need to get through the situation. So we we can't let anything that happens in this life. It's a, it's a discipline. But we have to make the decision that we're not going to have that upstairs attic, you know, window open or we're not going to say Christ you can't come up to the upstairs closet. Like we invite him into the entirety of our house. There's no backdoor exit strategy if something happens. You know, if tomorrow something crazy happens, there can't be like, okay, well, if this happens, I'm out. I'm like, no. You know, and so this is a discipline. This is a decision that we make to say, I may not fully understand why God is allowing this or why, why this happened. I may not fully understand, but I'm planted on the solid rock. I'm like the tree that's planted by the water. I will not be moved. I'm going to continue to walk out my faith journey. I don't know why this happened, but Lord, ultimately, I know you do. And so we're laying it down at the foot of the cross, but we know that we can't go back to our vomit. We can't go back to our past life. We can't go back to a lifestyle of sin because that will be our eternity. Okay. And, and, and this whole thing is about eternity. This whole thing is about our soul. This whole thing is, 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 a, is, a, is a test really to see where we're going to spend eternity. What are we going to do on this earth? So what I've decided to do is that no matter what happens on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. You know, no matter what happens to me, no matter how hard it is, no matter how difficult the challenge, I'm going to remain faithful for the Lord because ultimately I know that God has the answer and God is the answer. And my faith it will not be shaken no matter the things that happen in this life. That is a very difficult, I'm going to tell you right now, it's a very difficult thing. It's not, it's not an easy thing to make that decision, but you have to make it. As a believer, you got to make it because this life will deal you some blows. There will be some attacks. There will be some accusations. There will be things that are just unbelievable in the natural where we just think, my goodness, Lord, how did this happen? Why is this happening to me? But we made the decision, no matter what happens, to live as Christ, to die as gain. No matter what happens, I'm not gonna worry. I'm not gonna fear. I'm not gonna doubt. I'm not gonna lose my faith. I'm not gonna walk away from my faith. I may not understand it. I may not agree with the decision. Why did you allow that to happen, Lord? But my eyes are on you, Lord. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay peaceful in the storm. I know you're in the boat. Uh, ultimately, I know I can walk on water and my faith will not be rocked or shaken because I know that the goal is to ultimately rule and reign with you in eternity and it's about souls. And so we're just passing through in this world. It's a, it's a difficult place. It's not an easy place because we, we basically disconnect ourselves from anything in this world that can shake or rock our faith. Now, now you say, well, I got a, I got a loved one that's, that's terminal right now. They're going to die and God isn't answering. I don't know why God's not answering. None of us will fully understand it. But, you know, pray, declare, decree, speak life, uh, believe that the Lord is going to move. Maybe he will. I've seen him many times do miracles and including in my own life, just miracles, just absolute miracles. And I'm so thankful and I will never forget those miracles. And he sustained my life several times. I'm like a cat that has like nine lives. And no, I don't identify as a cat, by the way. Um, but you know what I mean? So, so the Lord has sustained me for a reason. And I believe it's because my mission, my, my job is not done here. But ultimately, I will graduate to heaven at some point when, when my work here is done. And that, that goes for everybody. You know, everybody's going to, so that we're just passing through. We're not tied down to this world, but, but we're not going to do something stupid or foolish. We're going we're gonna to live in a righteous manner. We're going to have the faith that pleases God. And we're going to press ahead no matter what happens. And ultimately, it's going to work out for the glory of the kingdom of God. Ultimately, this is all going to work out. Okay, you're on the winning team. You're not on the losing team. And by the way, Satan is a fallen archangel. 
You serve the God of heaven and earth that sits on the throne. He's never stepped down from the throne. He's never lost his power. Hallelujah. And so somebody need to hear this today because we have to get to a place. It's not easy. Very difficult. One of the most difficult things we'll ever, we'll ever master in this world. And maybe we'll never fully master it. But we have to do our best. Is that our faith is, is planted on the solid rock and we're not going to budge. We're going to be like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. We're not going to bow down to the things of this world. We're not going to leave that open door in the attic. We're not going to have a, a little cord that we can pull and put the parachute out if something too painful happens. And I've seen, I've seen people bail out. I've seen people that have had something that happened and they got mad at God and they bailed out. And do you think for once that they're trying to punish God? You know, they're mad at God. They're trying to punish God. Do you think for one second their life has gone in a better direction? Of course not. I mean, the warfare may, may let up because, well, yeah, because they're on their way to hell. So the devil doesn't need to worry about them. Because remember, ultimately, it's all about our soul. It's all about our eternity. It's all about everybody else's eternity. That's the whole thing. If you, if you zoom out, it's about souls. And, and in the battle on this world is whether we're going to spend eternity in hell or we're going to spend eternity in heaven. That's it. That's, that's why there's the warfare. That's why the, these things are meant, these fiery darts and all these different things that come, you know, try to attack us as believers. They're meant to get us to walk away from our faith because if they can accomplish that, they've succeeded in their mission. So that's why we hold fast. We hold the line. We hold firm. Nothing can rock us in this world. We've made the decision. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. No matter what happens on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Somebody needed to hear this today because you're wondering why your prayer hasn't been answered. Well, maybe it hasn't been answered yet, but God is moving. He's working something out. He's got a plan. There's something that's going to happen that's going to be used for his glory. And then ultimately it's going to benefit you. We don't understand why it's happening this way, but ultimately it's going to benefit you. Ultimately it, it's, you're set up for success as long as you're in Christ Jesus. So I want to pray because somebody today, this has been a groundbreaking thing for you. This has been a, this is rocking you right now because you understand that maybe I did have a window open upstairs. You know, maybe I did have a room where I didn't want Jesus to come in. Maybe I did have a parachute that was ready just in case I needed to bail out of Christianity. Well, you can't bail out because where are you going to go? You're going to go to the other side. That's death and damnation. That's what you're going to do. That's the plan. That's the, the winning strategy. No, it's not. Then you're on the losing team. You're not on the winning team. You want to be on the winning team. This is about the long game. Life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And so it's all about the long game and where we're going to spend our eternity and if we're going to finish well. we got to finish well, saints. we got to finish well. So hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this time. I believe that you spoke today and that there's some people out there that are very impacted by this message today because maybe they did have an open door. Maybe they did have an open window upstairs. Maybe they did have an escape strategy to bail out of their faith and walk in Jesus. And I'm not here to judge or condemn them today, Lord, but, but we know that we can't have that. We have to be planted on the solid rock, Lord, which is you. We have to be sold out 100%. We can't leave an open door for the enemy to say, well, maybe I'll bail out if this happens or if it gets too tough or my faith has been rocked so much that I'm going to walk away. Lord, we want to be planted. We want to be filled by your spirit. We want to be walking in the authority and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, of living God. We want to be walking in a manner that pleases you. We want to have the fullness, Lord God, and we know that that's attainable here on earth, but it might not always go our way, but we're going to praise you anyway. We're going to praise you anyway. So today, somebody's being set free of this whole thing where they're going to just say, you know what? No more, no turning back. I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no open doors, no open windows upstairs. Jesus, you come into the full house. No matter what happens, I, I'm planted on the rock. I'm planted on you, Lord. 
And so thank you for that breakthrough in Jesus' name. Listen, somebody got a major breakthrough today. I feel it in the spirit. Somebody got a major breakthrough and, and you needed to hear this and that's okay. We all need to hear this sometimes, right? This is a, this is a very important message. So I hope that I articulated it in a way that made sense. Uh, but if you have any questions, please reach out to me, todd.coconato at rlcus.org, todd.coconato at rlcus.org. I'd be happy to talk to you and we can set up a time where we can communicate on this particular matter because I know this is one that many people struggle with. So I'm praying for you. I believe in you. We stand on Christ, the solid rock. All other ground is sinking sand. People will let you down. Ministries will let you down. Pretty much everything on this earth will let you down, but God, because God, you're going to rule and reign with him for eternity. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You're going to walk on the streets of gold. It's a pretty big deal. And uh, and so we're, we're on the winning side, guys. Let's start acting like we're on the winning side, right? We need to. All right. Love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. We'll talk soon.